0: This is the Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast. Hey, family. Welcome to Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Thank you for listening today. Peace be unto you. I find myself with peace in my mind, soul, body, and most of all, deep within my heart. Not that I am ignorant to the turbulent times in which we live, but because God has given me a sense of peace. Deep within. I heard someone make a statement some time ago. He said, If you have godly peace within, the storms of life and the turbulence all around you cannot and will not disturb the peace of God. Those who are carried away internally by those external storms lack godly peace within. Now, please do not feel that I'm trying to indict anyone is experiencing issues as we all go through our personal challenges and trials, but rather impress upon you that the answer, the only answer to our human experiences is the peace of God. I want you to contemplate those words for a while so that you fully understand the saying, the peace of God that surpasses all understanding You see God's word in Philippians 4th chapter, beginning at the 7th verse. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brother, whatsoever things are true, Whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, things that are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, are of good report. If there be any virtue and if there be any praise, think on these things. In these verses, we are reminded that as long as we approach every aspect of our lives with prayer and supplication, Supplication is humbly asking or begging for something towards God. We need not worry nor be fearful, but rather praising God in our situations. I am talking about peace today because as I heard a co-worker say, my peace is worth far more than a few extra dollars. And I wholeheartedly agree. There are some who will incentivize our Willingness to move from one place to another by tangling dollars. But if we take a while to observe and pray about the matter, it does not take too long for a reasonable individual to realize that the cost of changing from one place to another is often peace. Be careful when you make that comment, I'm looking for peace. Because the peace you seek is already inside of you, if you have the Lord. In other words, the peace that keeps people from losing their minds during traumatic times of turmoil does not come from others or changing location, but recognizing who or what resides within you. Yes, your peace comes from within, not from external forces. Your peace comes from who is living within you so that external stimuli can neither break nor shake that peace of God. Now, for those who cherish their peace of mind, truer words have never been spoken. According to God's word in John 14th chapter and the 27th verse, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world give, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. When I read those words, they come alive in my soul and it confirms that God intended for each of us to walk in peace, to behave peacefully and to not be bothered or adversely affected by those matters that we see or hear about over which we have no control as he left his peace and is still giving his peace to us. Now here is that part, that part that sets the peace of God apart from a still moment or period of silence that others who lack understanding of the peace of God might mistake for peace. The peace that man may try to facilitate, not as the world mimics peace, But the peace that is deeply embedded within one's mind, heart, and soul. The peace that in spite of all that's going on, despite COVID-19, mask or no mask, vaccine or no vaccine, storms, wind, and rain, the haves or we might have not. But because of the peace of God, I will not be afraid, nor will I allow my heart to be troubled. Someone is wondering, how can I attain this peace so that when people are shooting or being shot, when the authorities look the other way, even after the public has witnessed and is actively witnessing the truth of the matter and hear those chilling words, no crime was committed here or the officers acted within reason. Even when an innocent, young, unarmed black man lay dead with multiple gunshot wounds in his back. Those wounds came from the bullets of officers' service revolvers, by the way. But God said, peace. He gave it and left it with us. At the end of that verse, he urges us, let not your heart be troubled. Neither let it be afraid. Not only does God not want us to be troubled within our hearts, but He said, Fear not, so have no fear. It seems that is so much easier to say when you don't have a black son or daughter, you don't have a black husband or brother who seems to constantly be in the sights of the unjust throes of the law or a system that shows neither kindness nor mercy towards them. But God, In his word, he assured us that no matter what happens, all things work together for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So our God, who is El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, he is the all-sufficient one who supplies our every need. His word has proclaimed that his strength is made perfect in our weakness. So wherever we are weak, God is our omnipotent strength. Now, what does that all mean? It means I belong to he who made the wind, he who flung the stars in the sky, he who has everything and everyone in his capable hands, he who is all sufficient and supplies my every need. So where I thought I had lack, I look to El Shaddai, the all-sufficient one, knowing that all my needs exist within and through him. Today, I want and need you to embrace Jehovah Shalom, our God of peace. Jehovah Shalom, the Lord is peace. Absent from strife, our peace, our soundness of mind. In him, I am complete. In him, you are complete in this peace the same peace that surpasses all understanding. So we begin to understand that with this God we serve, he who is El Shaddai, he who is Jehovah Shalom, we find the peace that can only be given by God, the peace that in spite of feeling uneasy and praying when we hear of murders, unjust trials, unfair treatment, abuse of powers, disregard for human life, and common decency. We let not our hearts be troubled and neither do we cower in fear. God's word further instructed us to always pray and trust God. So if you want to know how to navigate through our most trying matters, and situations that clutch your hearts during this dangerous, unprecedented season, put prayer on it. Put prayer on it. After all, the effectual, fervent prayers of the righteous availeth much. Now, these fancy words simply mean when the righteous pray and pray with all fervency with all seriousness. Their humble prayers are effective, and God acts and reacts in response to those effectual, fervent prayers. Something has got to happen. As God has promised, he will answer once again if you serve, trust, and believe God with your whole heart. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. It is incumbent upon me to talk about the peace of God today because we, the faculty and staff within the public education sector, along with students, families, and communities return to school beginning August 9th. And so many have expressed heavy hearts, great fear, and abiding anxiety. But I curse all fear back to the pits of hell As God did not give us the spirit of fear, but of love, peace, and a sound mind, so we intend to go to school and nurture these students back to academic success. You see, fear is the carnal telling the spiritual that God will probably not be able to handle the pressing matters that we are facing It is the enemy whispering in our ears. You already know that you all are in trouble once the students return to the building. Our troubled heart gives the appearance of a lack and breakdown of our faith in God. In other words, we are relying on what we see in the eyes of many masked faces, the intense anxiety we are allowing to break down our faith and trust in Jehovah Shalom. So that our peace is in pieces. Sometimes we have it and sometimes we just cannot see our way clear enough to maintain it. Our hope is being held hostage by the news of COVID numbers increasing exponentially with no slowing in sight. So we get more and more anxious as the days go by awaiting the next bit of devastating news. But God's word has warned us. Be anxious for nothing. I can recall the deep anxiety that I once felt back when my youngest son sporadically started having seizures at 18 years old. I can recall the tightness of my head, the heaviness in my chest, and I recall praying over my son as his body jerked uncontrollably. God is so awesome that through such a debilitating occurrence... I had to learn that none of us, none of us control anything. So we must put all of our trust in the Lord. It is he that has made us and not we ourselves. Thank God I can successfully report today that my son no longer has seizures. In God's own time, he healed my child from a matter that doctors could not even find a cause. I am so grateful to God that God is in full control, and it does not matter how large or seemingly insurmountable the issues we face. Our God is greater. He is above all, and God over all. He is omnipotent and omniscient. That is all-powerful and all-knowing. I say to my colleagues, parents, students, and communities, Whether we stay at home or gather at school, God is with us. He will take care of us and he has the final say. Someone is still convinced that COVID has a great deal of control. But I want to remind you that God has all power in his hands. He is not subject to COVID, no matter how strong you believe COVID is. God has all power in his hands and no power operates except God allow it. In other words, I have no confidence in COVID either subsiding or behaving. But I do serve a God who controls the wind, the rain, the seasons, every living thing, be it on the earth, above the earth, in the sky or deep in the sea. My God is greater than COVID or any manner of illness or disease. God's word has warned us that he will never leave nor forsake me. He will never leave nor forsake you. So I already know that we remain in the presence of an awesome God. So I already know that we remain in the presence of an awesome God. As Psalm 139th chapter the seventh through the eleventh verse, has declared, Whither shall I go from thy spirit? Or where shall I flee from thy presence? If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, you are there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there shall thy hand lead me and thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness will cover me, even the night will be light about me, because God is God. These verses alone remind me that El Shaddai, the God of more than enough, remains with me and even leads, guides, and holds me up with his right hand. The same God who covered us, in our mother's womb, the same God who covered us when our former president lied about the strength and potential disaster that loomed over our very existence. So the enormity of such inescapable danger was unseen and unknown. But remember, we are talking about God, the God that said he will make a way of escape. So we are still here to tell of his goodness. If you are listening today, God kept you. And while so many others did not make it, you and I are still here to begin a new school year in unprecedented circumstances. Yet I implore you, put all your faith, hope, and trust in the same God that has kept his promises and continues to keep each of us. Because I know, and I know that many of you are fully aware that nobody but the Lord has kept us, and he is faithful. The word, he who has begun a good work in you, is faithful to complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. So someone is still wondering, how? How do I trust him when so many frightening, terrible things continue to occur all around me? So much that leaves my heart beating fast. I give you three words trust in God. Proverbs 3rd chapter, the 5th and the 6th verse, urges us to trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Just trust him. Now, I'm neither blind nor crazy as I hear the rising COVID numbers daily. And unlike some people I spoke with a few days ago, I do not believe that COVID is a hoax. As I personally knew some people who did not survive their bout with COVID. But I choose to trust in God. You see, some trust in horses and chariots. Today, they trust in houses, land, and riches. But I've seen foreclosures, bankruptcy court overflowing, and folks who had money left broke, broken, and homeless. No shade, because any of these circumstances could overtake either of us on any given day. But God, I challenge you to take your eyes off of the situation, the number of students or the potential for COVID in your classrooms, your children's classrooms, your workspace or your community and speak those words with God ordained authority. I choose to trust in God. I will be wise in my actions, careful in my interactions, but I know that God is covering me because I choose to trust in God. Remember there is nothing nothing too hard for God and when fear or anxiety start creeping in your mind and it will or grip your chest learn to speak to it fear and anxiety you are not welcome you simply cannot stay i trust in the lord with all my heart my soul and mind today i cast you out without a doubt from your crooked withered roots This temple is God's property and only equipped to bear spiritual fruit. God said he would be wherever I am and never leave me nor forsake. So I have heard his every word and in him, my trust I make. He said he would watch and be with me everywhere I go. So there is no place or situation I face that his favor will not flow. Even while COVID lurks around, With a new face and Delta named, the God we serve is never too busy, so he covers us just the same. Be anxious for nothing because everything is subject to the Lord. To worry and fear for matters I'm clear we simply cannot afford. When faced with issues beyond our control, tell God all about the attack. He will hold you up in his strong right hand Help faith grow wherever you lack. As we enter the school building daily, snatch a moment to connect and pray. Just know that God is faithful. will meet us right there each and every day. Sure, COVID may walk in the building and linger all around, but our God has all power every minute, every hour. So COVID has got to stand down. Just know that God is able to keep each of us safe In the midst of any storm, no illness too big or circumstances we live disturb such peace, all else must conform. He said every matter and situation would all work out for my good. He said his peace he has given and left, so just trust him as we should. The peace of God that has me asleep through trouble on every side. The peace that comforts my heart, soul, and mind where God's perfect love abide. We will arrive at school daily, if it is in God's holy will, to teach and reach and enlighten our scholars. But we pray God's peace be still. From the front entrance of our school building, through the office and down the halls, from ceilings to floors, windows and doors, his peace cover every space and walls. Every soul that's blessed to be present, bring peace and open willing minds. Let your healing virtue flow everywhere that we go. So teaching, learning, and peace we'll find. I call on God's peace from head to feet, the peace that surpasses all understanding. And if anything enters these academic halls, God overtake it with peace reprimanding. God let your healing and favor flow from the buses to the door. To thrive in peace, this mindset is required. From the parking lot to the class, allow the peace that no understanding surpasses to keep us uplifted, encouraged, and inspired. Well, family, this is number 67 of Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran. Now, I must tell you that 67 was a good year. As it is the year that I was born, I am so grateful to all who sent me happy birthday wishes, and I appreciate every kind word of encouragement. Today, I honor God for keeping us and having us embark upon another school year. No, it may not be ideal, but I will say that God is up to something I must remind you that all things work together for our good. So even when we do not understand God's plan, we must still trust in his holy hand as he is omnipotent and omniscient. He's all-powerful and all-knowing. Life becomes so much easier when we learn to trust him, even when we cannot trace him. You know, those times when we cannot see or understand his path his movements, that is the time that we cannot lean to our own understanding, but acknowledge God for being God and for being in complete control and just trust him as he promised to direct our path. He has never, ever failed us yet, and I don't believe he will start now. God is the one solid thing in my life, so I choose to trust him. I pray for the peace and safety of every educator, all of our faculty, staff, students, families at large, and the waiting community as a whole. I claim a school year of success, and I pray that each of you anticipate the same as we stand together in faith. I pray for each of you that God will continue to comfort your hearts as he has promised to keep you in perfect peace. May the peace of God be with you. May the peace of God carry and see you through. God bless you. On a separate note, I want to congratulate Mrs. Hawk, my former school principal who trusted God and left our school to move to a new position. That beautiful chocolate sister led our school for five years with style and grace, and I already miss her. Not that things have not gone smoothly, as she left us in very good hands. Thanks, Dr. Higgins, Mrs. Branch, Mr. Stewart, and Mr. Marshall. I love our administrative team. But when the leader has been established and vacates that well-established position, things become a bit awkward. I will be transparent and say I miss my principal but it is her expectation that we continue setting the stage for our scholars' success. So in honor of Mrs. Hawk, and with respect to our new leadership, we will continue to operate in excellence. In the caring words of Mrs. Hawk, if no one has told you today, please know that I love you and expect nothing less than your very best. Those very same sentiments, apply to the sender as well. If no one has told you today, please know that I love you, Mrs. Hawk, and expect nothing less than your very best as you continue to soar to greatness. God bless you. Please don't forget to say something on my Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or LinkedIn page. You can listen to me on Amazon Music or YouTube. I welcome your questions, comments, critiques, and suggestions on topics you'd like to explore. Who knows? You might just end up being a guest on an upcoming broadcast. Remember, I'm just a regular girl navigating this diverse world. I'm looking forward to each of you. Until then, take care of yourself, each other, and stay blessed. The Faith, Family, and Fundamentals with Fran podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Log on to castropolis.net.